Welcome to Devotions for Worship, where we meditate on the appointed scripture readings for the upcoming Sunday. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio. Thank you for being with me today. Sometimes we find strong connections between the appointed readings in a given week, and sometimes not. The psalm often has elements related to themes we find in the readings, but not always. This week is a not-always week. The appointed psalm this week is Psalm 150, the last psalm in the Psalter. It does not deal with vines and branches, nor does it deal with baptism or evangelism. It's purely a psalm of praise. In fact, it's one of the Hallelujah Psalms, a series of five psalms, Psalm 146 through Psalm 150, which all begin and end with the word Hallelujah. So you have this, this resounding, perfect ten of, of hallelujahs to, uh, to wrap up the Psalter. We don't see that word in our English translations, however, because they translate the word hallelujah so that we can know that it means praise the Lord. Let's read the psalm. Psalm 150, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I said earlier that this psalm was not really connected to the other readings of the week, but in a sense it is. This psalm calls us to praise the Lord. How else should we respond to God's love and salvation? After his baptism, the Ethiopian eunuch went on his way rejoicing, and rejoicing is often tied to giving praise to the God who gives us joy through the salvation Jesus won for us. The psalm calls us to praise the Lord. Then it sort of answers a a series of questions. Verse 1 answers, where? Where should we praise the Lord? Well, we praise him in his sanctuary. A sanctuary is a holy place, a place set aside for worship. But the psalmist, for him, it would be really the temple. For us, this is the church, and even more so, it's, it's us. It, it, it is, we are God's temple, and, and we come to worship him as his people. So, when we come to church, we come to praise the Lord. But this is not something that happens only among us. Praise is happening in heaven as well. And this brings to mind the images of angels and archangels and the company of heaven gathered around the throne of God, praising him day and night. And we praise him with them. Verse 2 answers the question, why? Why should we praise the Lord? Well, we praise him for his mighty deeds. Actually, the Hebrew just says that we praise him for his strength or might. However, God has used that strength and that might on our behalf. This refers to the power he displays in creation making all things, sustaining it all, even us. Uh, His might is seen in his salvation, how he rescued Israel out of slavery in Egypt and protected them as a, a people and a nation. And even more so, 
it is the, the death of Jesus and his resurrection as he defeats sin and death to restore God's creation. Again, he restores even us. His excellent greatness shows in the way that he continues to preserve and protect his people, even today. The next three verses, verses five, three through five, excuse me, answer the question, how? It says to praise the Lord with music, and it lists a bunch of musical instruments. In the interest of full disclosure, we should note that these are modern equivalents of the instruments listed which the ancient Israelites would have played. But the point is to, to impress upon us to bring all kinds of music before the Lord. We should also note that uh, uh, they probably could not tune all these instruments to work together perfectly so that they could all be in the same pitch, which means that if they were all played together, they were definitely making a joyful noise unto the Lord. Praising God is not about talent or skill. It's the cry of joy coming from the heart of God's people. It's the, the, the sound that naturally resonates from us in response to God's love and his goodness. The last verse of the question answers, who? Who should praise the Lord? And the answer is everything that has breath. Notice that. Not everyone that has breath. Everything that has breath. That's a powerful image. In essence, all of creation stands before God and is called to praise him. We have the joy of being able to do so with our whole selves, with our voices in worship, with musical instruments if we play, with our minds, with our work, our skills, our very selves. All of it is called to praise the Lord. Let's listen to the psalm one more time. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent goodness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord or hallelujah. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we praise you for your mighty deeds. You have made us. We are yours. You gave Jesus to save us from sin and death. He's redeemed us and made us into a new creation. Your spirit dwells within us and he moves us to believe you and to respond to you in praise. Sometimes we place our praise in the wrong places, in nature instead of nature's God, in intellect in our power or our ingenuity instead of in you. Please forgive us for Jesus' sake and help us join with the angels and archangels and with, with the whole of creation itself to praise you. Hallelujah. Amen. Our memory verse for this week is John 15, verse 5. It says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. John 15, verse 5. Let's break that into uh, to some smaller pieces, and you can repeat after me. I am the vine, you are the branches. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. 
Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. For apart from me, you can do nothing. John 15, 5. John 15, 5. Thank you so much for using Devotions for Worship. I pray that our time together has blessed you and it's given you something to meditate on, some reminder of God's grace to rattle around in your brain for the rest of the day. I want to remind you uh, to... to Please share these with uh, with somebody. Uh, if you think this this was a blessing to you, it will likely bless somebody. You can share it through social media, or you can share it through um, talking to somebody. Whatever, uh, just I would appreciate that very much. And thanks again for being with me today. And God bless you.